so talking about Ukrainians, um, I would say that uh, Ukrainian people are very talented with a high yet uh, underestimated potential. And it's becoming, especially Ukrainian Kyivs in, in particular, becoming more tech uh, hub in Europe. And I think that probably in five years, at least, uh, will become maybe top three, top five uh, tech hubs in Europe, at least. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital Kiev, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help clean the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine, and thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 100 travel podcasts in Switzerland, top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom, top 30 in the Netherlands, top 25 on Apple Russia, and top 20 on Apple Poland. So... Please keep supporting and go follow the Instagram, which is aziz.future, aziz.future. And my guest today is Galina Palichuk from the Kiev Nas National Taras Shevchenko University to the University of Oslo to Lunds University to the University of British Columbia to British Columbia Institute of Technology from volunteering at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada to the Criminal Code for Children and the Program of Legal Education for Children. Galina was the head of the Lund branch of the Swedish Institute Network for Future Global Leaders, the founder and CEO of N Culture Hub in Vancouver, Canada, a faculty instructor at the School of Business British Columbia Institute of Technology, the Canada 150-Yay Project Coordinator for the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress in 2017. She was a Parliamentary Program Fellow at the Office of the Minister of Foreign Affairs in the Parliament of Canada, the Head of Partnerships at Sector X Accelerator Platform 
working with brands such as L'Oreal and British American Tobacco, and now is the grow, growth lead of Growth Shop in Ukraine, a British e-commerce company with its own direct-to-consumer brands. Their core expertise is in growth marketing. They launch brands and grow them fast in the markets of USA and Europe. They welcome diversity and gender equality on their team and help young talents through internships and various other initiatives. Galina, how are you today? Uh, hi, Abdulaziz. Uh, thanks a lot for having me today with you. And I actually noticed that we have a lot of uh, a lot in common with you, just because my grandfather also uh, was a liquidator in uh, Chernobyl, and unfortunately, he also died from cancer um, in late seventies. Yeah, and you, you, you were very precise uh, regarding my background, my professional background. J just a small correction, I'm not a growth lead, I'm a country lead in growth shop here in Ukraine now. Thank you very much. And to begin with maybe a question I don't ask in the beginning often, but for you specifically, you could have lived anywhere in the world, whether Sweden or Canada, or even the UK, why did you choose to return to Ukraine? And maybe the reasons can help understand how to bring back a lot more of the very talented Ukrainians living abroad. Thanks a lot for this question. Um, I think it's really important. One, uh, yeah, you, you are right. I was living in, in Sweden and in Canada, not in UK. Um, and, uh, like probably one of the reasons I decided to go living abroad was actually to be able to grab all international experience I could and then, uh, help, uh, Ukraine either from abroad or by returning back to Ukraine as I, uh, eventually did. And I think that it's it's really really um, important to uh, have an opportunity to get that experience. Just because when you are living in one country, um, and even if you are traveling a lot, it's quite a different experience from just you know when you uh, can feel yourself as an immigrant, when you face all those challenges that immigrants usually face, um, and. Uh, it, change, it changes you as a personality and as professional as well. It kind of broadens your uh, horizon. Uh, it broadens your interest. It broadens your mindset. So I think that it's, it's just a um, good, good opportunity and good probably, um, you know, tool for any, not just Ukrainian, but, but Ukrainians, but uh, to any person in the world. Uh, to to go somewhere to different countries to experience you know all those um, all those uh, new cultures uh, and then um, identify the best practices and bring these practices to your home country. Uh, that was exactly what I wanted and that, that's exactly what helps me now. Uh, in developing um, different areas, uh, innovations, and business in particular 
here in Ukraine. Thank you so much. And I hear the lawyer training and background in you being super specific. And therefore, let's get even more specific. In reality, for at least 80% of the people, when they call what they call experience, maybe they say, I have 10 years of experience. In reality, it's maybe one year that is identically repeated 10 times. And therefore, there isn't real experience. It's just time passing without any lessons learned. Can you be more specific since you said broaden horizons, which is called in linguistics a conceptual word? It doesn't mean anything. So since you like specifics, and I assume you pay attention to details, what is to you exactly the way that foreign experience broadens horizons, gets to people extra experience, and what kind of best practices will they acquire because you are fortunate to be put in high level situations while i assume a lot of people who will go abroad will not work in a parliament or work with such high caliber institutions but they will have companies and experiences that maybe are already available at the same level in ukraine oh okay so talking about horizons I would actually divide this probably in two parts. The first part would be your life experience and the second part would be your professional experience. Um, and when I, uh, when I say your life experience, I mean, uh, first of all, people uh, that you meet on, on, on your way uh, in the in different country or in different city, even within one country. Just because uh, you interact every day with um, that new culture for you and you kind of trying to probably assimilate to adapt yourself, to adapt even your personality, your habits to that new culture. And then um, com by comparing every day what is in common and what is different between your two cultures, your um, your, I mean, your ethnicity, um, behavior patterns, and when you compare that to, let's say, Canadian, um, you know, uh, behavior in society, you can see some kind of patterns that you would like to adopt and then bring to, to your own society, back to your home country, or you just realize that, okay, that's a bad idea to behave that way. I, I'm not going to adopt that one, that pattern, for, ins for instance. That one thing. So, for instance, when I worked for Ukrainian Canadian Congress um, and that specific uh, uh, Youth Engaging Youth Canada 150 project you mentioned in the beginning, um, I was I was lucky enough to experience not just you know different communities within Canada because you know that Canada is very multicultural country and uh, it's not um, uh, you know it's it, it's it's so diverse even within within Canada uh, but I could even experience um, First Nations cultures just because according to um, one of the main um, of the project was actually to bring to build bridges between uh, First Nations 
um, and all that uh, numerous multicultural uh, ethnicities and groups and communities in Canada. And um, I was I was trying to bring as many partners to the project as possible, and especially to show how beautiful cultures uh, could be and how uh, we can learn from each other. So this is the one perspective. The another one was actually professional, just because um, you know business cultures are totally different. Uh, in, in many countries. So you can go to North America and you will see one business culture. And even in Canada and the US, um, these, these are two different ones. Uh, so for instance, in Canada, people are more polite. They, they say thank you like 10 times uh, a, a minute, you know. They are um, very, very kind, etc., etc. Various in... Um, in the U.S., for instance, you will get uh, more direct uh, business culture, um, and definitely you will find absolutely different business cultures in Europe and uh, in Ukraine. So, um, being able, to, you know, to um, to get in depth um, all those cultures, uh, both uh, ethnical, both cultural from life perspective and from pro professional one, I just was trying to, to adapt myself and uh, probably implement the best practices into my day-to-day -day life um, and eventually bring it to Ukraine. And right now, for instance, in GrowShop, what I'm doing, because, you know, uh, GrowShop is uh, British e-commerce gross marketing agency um, and we have our own brands that we sell in in the us so again we have very diverse team we have head office in london we have a big uh, part of um, of the team here in ukraine we have office in asia in vietnam and at the same time we are selling in, in the us uh, so you can imagine that in this particular situation you have to know how to deal with all these cultural differences just because our team is super global. We have um, colleagues, not just in London, Kiev and, uh, and in the US for instance, but we also have colleagues in India and other countries. So, I mean, it's, um, it's really important, especially nowadays in the globalized world uh, to know how to communicate with different cultures. And I think that my experience in Canada helped me with, uh, with this a lot. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, it's by contacting and immersing yourself in various cultural groups and comparing to them what is common to your own culture as well as to what is different and assimilating what is valuable that isn't there you allow yourself to know how to connect and bond and have good communication with people from various backgrounds, for example, on your team, whether they're from Ukraine or Vietnam or clients or stakeholders in the US or Canada, like you spoke about, although I'm not sure that's what you do in growth shop with Canada, but before that is on a personal level and on a 
professional level by noticing the best practices of various groups, countries, companies, and stakeholders, you can take the best of the best and implement it as the standard procedure for your own work and bring it to Ukraine, which means it will, you will work at a much more effective level than other places. And what I see in this is the kind of innovation that Peter Drucker speaks about, that you don't have to bring something totally new to the market. It's about taking something that was working somewhere else and is not in this niche. And if you mix it with what is working in this niche, you will have innovation, which is bringing something from somewhere else and implementing it in a new space. And that's what I hear. And to ask you a bit more, you as the country lead, and that's what you said for Growth Shop, as asking about the process and the modus operandi that you operate with, let's say you have a new brand. What happens exactly? What are the steps that you get them from initial launch to hyper growth or whatever you're aiming for that growth shop works on? Uh, yeah, thanks a lot for, for this perfect resume uh, of uh, everything I, I said before. Um, and answering to your particular question, I would say that like I cannot tell you about um, everything uh, we do with our brands in Growth Shop just because there are a lot of people who are responsible uh, responsible for particular parts of this. But I would say that growth marketing is something relatively new to the market, especially here in Ukraine. Um, and that uh, helps you um, to grow, to launch and grow your brands really fast. Just having in your team um, different uh, professionals uh, from marketing, from different, uh, different types of marketing and to business analysts, to web analysts, you know, to all those specific, uh, very technical specialists um, that can bring, uh, that can actually experiment and pivot um, um, as fast as possible according to all findings and all analytics you get every day uh, from, from your cells, for instance. Uh, for uh, like my specific role here in Ukraine is actually to build, uh, to build a team here. Um, and our team is, uh, again, super diverse in terms of professions. So we have UX designers, we have motion designers, and uh, these people helps uh, us to, to make our uh, brands, um, you know, beautiful and attractive to the customer. They helps customer to uh, find uh, exactly what they need um, fast. And again, they can actually, um, let's say they can bring to life um, all those brands, right? Then we also have some uh, data analytics here uh, in Kiev's office, who again works, uh, works with their international colleagues in other countries as well. Um, and um, we also have uh, PR manager in our team who helps us to um, increase our brand awareness. 
um, we have uh, we have uh, uh, actually um, marketing manager who who is in London's office, uh, but she's kind of a bridge between Kiev's office and London's office, just because um, she has um, you know direct connection to head office in London and can meet our colleagues in London every day. And at the same time, she speaks uh, Ukrainian and she can kind of connect that um, the bridge between London and Kiev. One second, one second. This is wonderful. And to make sure, so you are in charge of the team and making sure that it is performing at a high level and that the diversity is used in a beneficial way to create more innovation and a better and higher work dynamic. Is this correct? Uh, yeah, but it's just a small part of my work. Uh, it's just a really small, small part. Uh, so the team is number one priority, just because happy people uh, are more productive and they, they work, uh, work really good, you know, when, when they feel comfortable, when they feel valued. Uh, when you share, uh, when you communicate uh, common goals to the team and co common values and you together build and develop these values. Uh, at the same time, uh, another role is actually to help in communicating uh, um, of um, our brand, Grow Shop as a brand as such, uh, to the broader uh, audience. I'm also responsible for strategic growth as such. So, um, you know, um, thinking like 10 steps ahead, thinking about what we may need like in the nearest future um, to be more attractive uh, to talents, to uh, um, different ecosystem players, um, uh, to our, you know, friends, competitors, uh, um, and uh, our target group as such. So, I mean, it's, it's more about strategic roles. It's also about CSR because we do a lot of uh, social projects besides the, uh, besides our like main portfolio brands. Um, for instance, last Friday, we had a really good event with Generation Plus project here in Ukraine which is a charity project of CEO Club Ukraine. Um, so what we did, we invited children uh, from high school to visit Grow Shop here in Kiev. Uh, all our colleagues in Kiev's office um, were, um, you know, were presenting their professions to these children and thus motivating them to choose probably one of those professions we have uh, in our team, like email marketing, uh, UX design, motion design, PR, etc. So, I mean, um, it's much more than just uh, uh, doing business, you know. Uh, it's also about social impact we can cause, um, in particular here in Ukraine. Uh, so, yeah, my role is, is very complex, I would say. I like that, and it reminds me of Oleg C, who had a similar somewhat of a project where he, for a, as a small town resident, brought the successful small town 
business people to present about their work and inspire the younger children because his rationale and his reasoning was if they hear about Elon Musk or Bill Gates or whatever, he's in a faraway land and it seems impossible. But if they see someone real with a similar background as them being successful, that can inspire the younger generations to have hope and to see it as something possible. And to ask you about strategy, since I am very curious about this, do you have some strategic specific frameworks and processes that to you are very interesting and that for you make like you use them on a consistent basis to think like you said 10 steps ahead mm -hmm. or maybe you're a chess player and your brain developed in this way or is it that you honed your instincts so much that it becomes almost second nature thinking this way I, I think both, uh, to be honest. Um, so uh, talking about like framework, as you as you called it, I would say, um, as you probably noticed from my previous example, he provided uh, that I'm a very social oriented person. And that's exactly what is Grow Shop about. So we all share uh, common values and these values are not just about business. So when we talk about business development uh, and strategic growth of the company here in Ukraine, I'm also thinking about sustainable development goals uh, to be my guide, guide in, in this field, you know. So in particular, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, a sustainable development goal number 17, which is partnerships. And that's exactly what I'm trying to implement here to... Um, to be able to find as many ecosystem players as possible and create, uh, you know, ecosystem within innovation ecosystem in Ukraine where uh, Grow Shop will have uh, one of the uh, main places. Um, and saying that, uh, we are trying to partner with many, many, many innovative organizations here in Ukraine uh, that can benefit from our expertise. For instance, we have a partnerships uh, with Unit City, which is Innovation Park in Kiev. Uh, we uh, created partnership with Projector, uh, that you probably know that they train. It's it's very famous one uh, school for, in particular, for designers. Uh, we also have partnership with uh, School of Visual Communications, uh, with this project I mentioned, Generation Plus, and with many, many, many other uh, projects to come. Uh, even with Creative States, where we uh, we have our office, just because these guys also help us to, you know, to host uh, um, our uh, participate, let's say, participants of uh, our common. Uh, joint projects with all our partners. So, I mean, um, the strategy here would be, first of all, to create a synergy between uh, all innovative players. Also, uh, you know, to not just build, uh, like, I mean, help building this ecosystem and developing the existing ones as well. Um, secondly, uh, to think about your social impact along with your business processes. 
uh, and uh, for this you can always use uh, sustainable development goals as your framework framework um, and also it's all about you know how you communicate how you build uh, your brand um, taking into account uh, both your company brand as well as personal brands of all your uh, team members so for instance uh, in GrowShop um, we have a content manager, we have copywriter in London office, and we have this uh, PR and marketing team uh, in GrowShop Ukraine who help uh, our team members uh, to increase their own personal uh, brands. Um, you know, uh, so we, we actually use all our resources to help them with this. We consult them on uh, how to build personal brand. We help them with uh, creatives. Uh, we are trying to organize different events uh, where all our team members can be involved uh, as a speakers, as speakers, and uh, thus um, being able to feel themselves um, as professionals. Uh, that can not just build a brand, but also share their expertise with, uh, with the community and with the ecosystem. So, I mean... One second, yeah. I like this very much. I see the systems thinking that you're thinking what is called in some schools of thought as a whole on, that in reality, the more that you develop the ecosystem, the more that you benefit and you begin from the smallest, which is the person. And by developing their brand, you also develop the brand of growth shop as well. So it's about developing the person to the maximum and then also developing the team and then developing the whole brand of the company and developing the innovative ecosystem and having socially responsible impact on the whole of Ukraine. So it's all of the levels of the ecosystem that you're involved in, which is very smart and nice and interesting. And I have to ask, you said that you have, and I'm using my own word here, a competitive advantage in innovation. Well, I would like to ask, can you be more specific? Because I'm thinking, well, yes, you have your own direct-to-consumer brands, maybe the innovation is in those brands, but from my understanding, and please correct me if this is wrong, people with their own brands can come to you to do to them, to help them with your growth uh, marketing expertise. And therefore, where is the innovation? Is your innovation in growth marketing as well? Because my understanding, and you mentioned best practices, that when you have best practices in a way, it reduces innovation because in a way, in many ways, the human dilemma is between exploitation and exploration and not in a negative word or meaning of exploitation. That when you find something that works, you should standardize it and keep doing it to the maximum to maximize and optimize for effectiveness. But to be creative and innovative reduces effectiveness because by opening 
the margin for error or the variance in statistics, you open also the margin for surprises that are positive and for new innovation, where in reality, best practices and innovation are contradictory in many ways. I know I said a lot, but to say, to explain it really, where is your innovation competitive advantage that you are sharing it with places like Projector? And yes, I had two people from Projector on this podcast, at least. Maybe there are others that didn't say so, but uh, I have two uh, that I interviewed before. So to ask you, is your innovation in the growth marketing? Is it in the strategic thinking? Is it in creating those direct-to-consumer brands? Or is it maybe in the way that you organize the whole thing together, which can be another way? Or where is your strength in innovation that you're sharing it in, with the ecosystem? Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot for this uh, wonderful, wonderful question. Uh, I would say, you know, innovation is everywhere, actually, just because it's from starting with, uh, with our uh, really talented top A players in the team. Because, um, as I mentioned, we have a lot of creative, not just analytical professionals in the team, but also creative professionals. And we definitely give them a space to be as creative as possible and to flourish, you know, um, as designers and to, uh, you know, um, to actually propose um, their vision to, to, to the brands uh, just because it's impossible to be creative if you are not allowed to, you know, that's first thing. The second thing is actually gross marketing as such just because it's relatively new uh, topic even in the world. Um, in Ukraine, it's super new. Uh, nobody talks about it almost. So we, we are among first companies who started to talk about gross marketing in Ukraine. But anyway, uh, our competitive advantage here is that we combine acceleration approach, which means that um, we are open to experimentation, uh, to explore exploring new ways of doing things. And you were right when you said that once we find the best uh, working way of doing things, we just uh, you know, copy it to all other brands and see um, just be, just because we all we had already validated some hypothesis, um, and we can just uh, you know use it for for other brands, and that's actually uh, one of competitive advantage uh, of Growshop is actually this um, acceleration, or I would call it startup thinking. You know, when you have some hypothesis, you have to validate. And then you try, um, try it, and if it works, you just know that it works, and you can do it as many times as, as you need in the future. Uh, but here, you need to be super fast, uh, and if something goes wrong, you just pivot, uh, and you uh, do it in a different way. And then once it works, you just keep doing it with, with all other brands, and that's it. Uh, and uh, it actually it makes us different from all other classic brands and products and companies just because we are super fast. And actually, one our core core values is smarter, faster, and happier. Uh, so we experiment uh, fast, we pivot fast, we do it smarter than other companies, 
And obviously, uh, we are happier just because we take care about other people in the team and provide them opportunity to be innovative and always accept any initiatives from the team players. Thank you so much. This could go on for a long, long time, but I want to respect your time. So to end, can you share two things? One, you as someone who lived abroad and will explain what is Ukraine and the Ukrainian people and the culture to foreigners, how would you describe today what is Ukraine, what is the culture of Ukraine in 2021, how are the Ukrainian people, maybe to someone who never visited before, and second, if people want to learn more about your work, maybe to connect with you and learn about like all the things you do and maybe get involved with the social responsibility programs you're working on, how to connect with you and which links or websites to learn more? Oh, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Abdulaziz, for this question. Uh, so talking about Ukrainians, um, I would say that uh, Ukrainian people are very talented with a high yet uh, underestimated potential. And it's becoming, especially Ukrainian Kyivs in, in particular, becoming more tech uh, hub in Europe. And I think that probably in five years, at least, uh, will become maybe top three, top five uh, tech hubs in Europe, at least. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing, we are very direct. And it's something that uh, usually... Uh, people from Ukraine are struggling when they go uh, to global markets just because um, it's really um, uh, difficult, uh, you know, to become more diplomatic and more, let's say, um, you know, to fluctuate, more fluctuating, I would say. I would call it like this, fluctuating, just because you need to adapt uh, when you go global with your product, you need to adapt to other cultures as well. And that's something that Ukrainians still need probably to work uh, on, but, but still, I think it's a, good, it's a good trait of Ukrainians to be direct just because we provide a fair feedback um, and, you, and we are honest. So you can be sure that uh, if you do business with Ukrainians, you will always get um, a very honest feedback on anything. Um, hospitable, definitely. So we could uh, seem quite resort when you meet us for the first time, but then once you become our friend, we will be super hospitable and you, we will help uh, our friends uh, in all possible ways. So that's top three, I would say. How you can uh, connect with, with me? Uh, you can use LinkedIn for sure. It's uh, Halina Palichuk. It's, it's, I think probably you will post it in podcast as well, but uh, it's, it's easier to find GrowShop LinkedIn and my personal LinkedIn uh, links uh, and just connect me there. Uh, we also have our website, which is growth.shop. Um, and uh, yeah, you can also add me on Facebook. I'm, I'm pretty open uh, in adding people on Facebook as well. Um, I think, yeah, it's, it's just main uh, channels that through which you can connect with me. 
and thanks a lot for this podcast it was it was really really interesting to talk with you and to hear all this clear you know resume ups you did through through the podcast thanks a lot abdulaziz you're welcome and i wish you a brilliant and fantastic day thank you so much uh, have a good day too